When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. Well, hello there and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian and you're listening to episode 203 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, a show about intentional and eco-minimalist living. On today's show, we are discussing all things related to hair care and more specifically, hair dye. What are the health implications associated with dyeing our hair? And are there safer alternatives on the market? We're also discussing how to go gray with pride and joy in a culture that reveres staying and looking young. Today, I am speaking with Megan Mickelson. She is the host of the podcast Toxin Free Talk. And if that name makes your ears perk up, they should. And that's because Megan was on the show before. She was on episode 194, to be exact, where we talked all about intentional nail care. Before we get into today's conversation, a quick note from this week's first sponsor, Quince. Traditional luxury retailers add markup after markup through middlemen, and the old way of doing things is full of financial and environmental waste. Quince has been a game changer for my wardrobe and home, and that's because Quince eliminates the excess. They eliminate excess packaging and unnecessary shipping around the globe, and they only partner with factories committed to sustainability. Quince is building the next Amazon, but better. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase of $100 or more when you use special code SM10 at checkout. Many of their collections sell out quickly, so don't wait. Just go to onequince.com, O-N-E-Q-U-I-N-C-E.com with code SM10 at checkout. Megan, I'm so thrilled to talk to you a second time. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. And I'm excited to talk about this topic today because I think it's a lot of a lot of women think about this regularly. Oh my gosh, I think about it 25 times a day. <laughs> Just really quick for anybody who missed the intentional nail care episode, tell us who you are, what you do and how you found yourself so passionate about toxin-free living. Yes, I'm happy to share. So, again, I'm I'm Megan Mickelson and I'm a detox living strategist. And I started becoming interested in health probably my whole life. I didn't grow up in a super healthy family, and I saw the repercussions of that in my in my parents and and me. And I I knew that there was better. And so I ended up um, studying health in my undergrad, and then also I got my master's in public health. And I started on this journey of you know thinking I was as healthy as I could be. 
I was shopping the natural section of the grocery store and I was buying these products that I thought were truly safe and healthy into my home. And I had a daughter and um, when she was about one years old, I remember hearing about a toy being recalled because it had lead in it and it was a wood toy and there was some paint on it that had lead. And I was just shocked that you could buy at the store a toy that was meant for a child that had lead in it. And that kind of started me on this path of thinking, oh my gosh, what about this? What about that? And so I first started with cleaning products and I learned that I had been greenwashed by some big brands out there like Mrs. Myers and Seventh Generation. What I didn't know that those brands were really owned by large corporations. There really is no Mrs. Meyer, <laughs> you know, and, and that um, we really do have to do our due diligence to determine if things are safe and clean and, and, and worthy of bringing into our home and supporting with our money. Well, I want to just say to everybody listening that I am obsessed with your Instagram channel and the reels you're doing. I'm learning so much. The Miss Myers one got me. Recently, you did a Cetaphil one. I used Cetaphil for years because it was marketed to me as the the clean facial cleanser alternative to everything else. Well, who knew it's not so clean? So today we're talking about um, the gray hair conundrum. I think it's always really important to start a podcast episode with the why. Why should we be looking at our hair dye or our hair dyeing habit, I should say, through critical lens? Yeah. So first of all, conventional hair dye just has a lot of not great stuff in it. I mean, think about it. It opens up your hair follicle to, you know, to absorb all those chemicals to change the color. That in itself is kind of an eye opener to just how it works and why it does that. If you're using permanent dye, it's going to be there for forever. That's a really good eye-opener to think, maybe I should think about what I'm using. But also the ingredients it usually has in it are formaldehyde or ingredients that actually release formaldehyde over time. It often has a pretty horrible smell and our senses are there to alert us to the fact that maybe something isn't good for us. And I think that smell is another great example. You know, I could go down the rabbit hole with all the bad ingredients, but I can tell you that It's not great, but also there are choices that we make in our lives. And I will talk about what I have personally chosen for me and my hair. And I do have some bleach in my hair for my highlights. And I will tell you that I go by like an 80-20 rule. I use clean products on my face every single day. I use clean products in my home constantly. And I am okay with getting my hair colored usually with highlights that aren't actually touching my scalp. So the highlights usually are in foils and they're not actually touching my scalp. They're just touching my hair. And I do it like probably once every year. Well, I'm really glad that you mentioned your gorgeous hair because I am looking at you and it is so perfectly styled and so perfectly blonde in front. But you bring up a good point, which is that For me and for a lot of my listeners who are listening right now, they're not necessarily interested in throwing in the towel on their conventional beauty regimens, right? They just want a safer alternative. I should say here, I have not dyed my hair 
since my first daughter was born seven years ago. But it wasn't due to the potential health and safety effects. That was due to the fact that I simply didn't have two to three hours to sit in a salon. Yet now, here we are seven years later, and the grays around the temple are really... uh, I'm plucking them as fast as I can, and (laughs) they're coming in faster. So that brings me to my first big question today for those of us listening who want to do something, we're not yet ready to go gray boldly. Are there safer options out there? And if so, what are they? Yeah, there's totally safe options. So first of all, um, I'll get into like some brands that are safer. But first of all, let's just talk about like the amount of exposure. So if you're going to do an all over color, it's going to be all there on your scalp for the entire processing time. So that is where you might want to think about, okay, I definitely want to find a safer option here. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But let's say you live someplace where you really want to get it done by somebody else, which I'm not a hairstylist. So I am one of those people that wants to go to a a stylist to do my hair. Say you, you live in the middle of you know, a really small town where you can't find these brands. I get it. What I would do in that instance is I would think about doing like a balayage or a partial hair highlight. Like I said earlier, it's not going to be right on your scalp, um, but you're going to be able to get more of that punch of blonde color or a different color um, that's going to maybe cover up grays or just give you a little bit more I don't know. I like color because it, I feel like it looks better with my skin tone than my natural, you know, eh, brown color. (laughs) So there's that. If you, if you feel like you're not ready to go, you know, find the cleaner brands or you can't find those cleaner place um, brands because of where you live. But if we're going to go to like from cleanest to less clean, Henna really is the safest option. It actually can be really healthy for your hair. I have not personally done henna because it tends to be for going super dark or going very red. It has a lot of red undertones in it. And if you use henna, you pretty much have to let it completely grow out before you can go back to chemical processing. You can't just try henna once and then be like, oh, I didn't really like it. I'm going to go try this, you know, safer, regular hair dye. From the research I've done, that's just a bad idea. So that is one option. And a lot of people love henna. It, it's like really permanent, so you don't have to do it as often, and it's pretty easy to do just the the roots from what I understand. There's so much in- information on the internet if you try to do henna at home. And that's the other thing is you can do henna at home if you're doing like an all-over color. So that really is the safest op- option. There's also a brand called All Nutrient, and it's not 100% safe, but it's definitely on the the best end. When I like when I got my hair colored, what I do is I look for, I'll search like the brand name in Google, and then look for like salons near me, and you usually can find um, these sorts of brands through doing a search like that. Usually because these are salons that are proud that they're using safer products too. So all nutrient is the safer brand. And then a little 
still pretty good, but not quite as good as all nutrient It's called O-Way, O-W-A-Y. I've been colored by their color before and I like it. I would definitely not necessarily buy their hair care products that usually the OA salons also sell. Those tend to be not quite as clean as I would I would suggest because there are cleaner hair care products out there. But as far as dyeing your hair and coloring your hair, OA would be another option. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for all of those options. I am going to ask you so many questions about each and every one of them. Let's go back to henna, because when I typed in safe but effective graying solutions or something along those lines into Google, the henna option was the first one that came up. And so I've actually done a good amount of research on henna. It sounds like exactly what you said. It can be really good for your hair, but what threw me off from the henna was a I don't necessarily want to have red hair. And number 2 is it sounds like it takes a lot of time. For my hair color it would be a two-step process, both steps of which are hours long. And I said earlier that going to the salon for 2 hours is just not it's just not feasible for me right now. So I'm not sure that dyeing my own hair for 2 hours two separate times is feasible. Yeah. So I was in the same boat as you, like a few years ago, I was looking at, you know, what, what safer options can I find? I'm going to try henna. And I did a bunch of research and same thing. I thought, gosh, this is going to take forever. And from what I understand, a big mess. And like I said earlier, I like to get my hair done in the salon. I'm not a hairstylist. I'm happy to pay someone who specializes in that to do that for me. And henna was just not a great option in my, um, and for me, I forgot about another product though, that is supposed to be also really good at removing grays. It's called hair print. And instead of putting color on top of your hair, it brings back your natural color to your gray hairs. So it works best for darker hair to bring back that color to those hairs. And I know people that have tried it before and they said it works really well. It, it takes a lot of time though, but I don't think it's quite as messy as the henna. Well, just back to henna for one second. I should say to anybody listening who is like us, they've gone on the internet. They went down the anti-gray rabbit hole. They think henna is a great choice for them. Don't let Megan and I dissuade you. I would say if you are ready and willing to try henna, first of all, let me know how it goes. But second of all, make sure you buy a reputable product, true henna. It seems like there's a lot of knockoffs on the internet. We are going to get into the safer non-henna options that you can have done at the salon after a quick word from this week's second sponsor, Four Days. Four Days is one of my favorite closed-loop sustainable clothing brands, and that's because their clothes are ethically made with organic cotton and non-toxic dyes. My favorite thing about Four Days is their take-back bag. I just fill it up with clothes in any condition from any brand, send it back with the prepaid shipping label, and get an instant credit on my next purchase. So all those clothes you can't donate or resell because they're too dirty or worn out, this is how you keep them from landfills, save water, and prevent excess carbon emissions at the same time. Four Days checks all the sustainable clothing boxes, and they have some pretty cool new styles that just came in. 
Right now, listeners can get 15% off their purchase with code MINIMAL15 at 4days.com. That's F-O-R-D-A-Y-S dot com with code MINIMAL15 at checkout. And we're back with Megan Mickelson, host of Toxin Free Talk. Before the break, Megan, I know you had mentioned some safer salon alternatives. Walk me through how my listeners and how I can find these safer products at a salon nearby. So the two brands I talked about were All Nutrient and Oway. And All Nutrient, from what I've researched, is um, a bit better than Oway. But I didn't know about All Nutrient when I first started going down the or hair coloring rabbit hole. And so I knew about Oway. And so what I did was I went to Google and I went to the Oway website, O-W-A-Y, and I looked for salons that they were distributed too. And so I found, I think in my area, there's a couple of them. And then so for all nutrient, all nutrient, I would do the same thing. I would see if they have a website often on their website, they'll say, look for a salon that uses our products or something like that. And you can, you know, look there if you if they don't have if you don't have any luck in that way, I would look, I would put all nutrient in quotations, and then I would put all nutrient and then in quotations, and then your city and see if you can find a salon that, you know, on the internet is advertising that they are using it. If you don't have any luck there, I would just start talking to people, you know, that are like-minded like you are within your local community. You could even ask your hairstylist, maybe your hairstylist is thinking about trying something different. I know that it can be very time and labor intensive for them to switch because they usually have been trained on the products they use. And so they have a lot of education um, and years of experience in using a certain brand. And so it, it can be difficult for them to change, but you never know if your stylist is really thinking about going to safer products, especially because stylists are around this stuff all day long. And so they're even more impacted in their health by these products that, that they are using all day than us. So you could even talk to your hairstylist and say, you know, have you ever thought about using these other safer products? Hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. And I should say that you opened my eyes to something that I never even considered when we talked a few weeks back with regard to nail care. And it's that there are salons who are happily using less toxic products. I had no idea. You had mentioned Dazzle Dry for the nails. When I went to the Dazzle Dry website and typed my zip code into their Dazzle Dry accepted nail salon finder, I was shocked to know that 30 salons near me within driving distance that I would feasibly drive to, 30 nail salons use Dazzle Dry near me. And so I think that a tide might be turning as we talk about women's beauty regimens, professional beauty regimens, there is a market for the less toxic or even non-toxic things. Your hairstylist is almost a friend in some regards. You're sitting in that chair for anywhere from 30 minutes to up to two hours. Nobody wants to change, right? But I'm just saying this to say that there are other options available if your stylist is not willing to change with you. Would you yeah, agree with yeah. that? I would. And, you know, maybe we have hairstylists listening right now that are thinking, 
wow, I had no idea. I'm going to look into this. I want to be offering safe, safer hair color for my, for my clients. And also maybe I can like market a new niche here, which it truly is. It really is becoming much more popular. Thank goodness for us, for our health, also for our, our environment. Because if you think about hair color, it's going wash down the drain and in our water systems. Yeah. I think that if your hairstylist isn't willing to change, maybe try a different place and find a place that is going to offer. And maybe you'll feel like you're cheating on them, but you can also tell them, Hey, this is really important to me. It's important to me. And also I care for you as my stylist. And I wish you were using safer products for your health as well. Hmm. So that brings me to part three of this conversation, I would say, which deals with going gray gracefully. It's been something on my mind. I see women going gray and rocking it. They're absolutely killing it. And I want to be like them, but I just don't know if in my soul I am them. (laughs) So I'm wondering whether, first of all, if you have any words of encouragement for me as I'm teeter-tottering on that line, as well as any tips for anybody who has already decided they're going gray and they're going to do it gracefully. Do you have any thoughts or words of wisdom there? Yeah. So my thoughts are you do you, which is like not that helpful, honestly. But when I most recently got my color done, probably three months ago or so, I was definitely on that same thing of just being like, oh, the grays are coming in. I'm 42, by the way. And so I would say I am graying on the typical schedule, you know, like maybe a little bit more than other women my age, but probably a lot less than other women my age. And so I was not ready to really fully embrace the gray, mostly because I don't love my regular hair color anyway. And that's honestly why I did highlights as well, because if you're going to go darker and have and you have a lot of gray coming in, it's a lot harder to cover those grays. And you're going to get a stripe a lot faster because you're doing an overall color. But if you tend to go, especially if you're like medium brown hair colored, if you tend to go lighter as you go older, those grays tend to blend in a little bit more than if you're trying to go, if you have really dark hair. But I have a good friend who has beautiful, dark brown, almost black hair, and she has never colored it in her life. And she is going gray and she is embracing it and it looks beautiful. And I think the truth is make a decision and just go with it and own it and be confident in who you are and to each their own. Like I said, you do you. And I'm not here to judge anyone for what choices they make because I see gray and I think it's beautiful. And I see colored hair and I think it's beautiful too. And so I just had to go with a decision that I felt comfortable with. I think that your entire answer there really speaks to an important point, which is we all are empowered to make the decision that's right for us. The key here, though, this is an intentional living show, is to decide whether, let's just say we're talking about hair dyeing, whether hair dyeing is for you because you feel in your soul and gut that that's the right choice for you versus whether just 
unintentionally doing it because that's what you see on TV and that's what society tells you you're supposed to do. I'm I'm thinking back to when I was about 13 or 14. I was a very unaware 13 or 14 year old. <laughs> like, like I was not, I was a book nerd. I really was. And somebody in my family, an adult who also happens to be a hairstylist at a holiday, made a comment and said that I had mousy brown hair. And, oh, you should dye that. <laughs> she said it maybe in a slightly nicer way than <laughs> that I'm saying. But that was the take-home message. That's what I heard. And so from age 13 or 14, once I convinced my mom to let me highlight my hair, from that age to age 30, when I had my first daughter, I dyed my hair. Sometimes I didn't because I didn't have the money, (laughs) like college age. But for the most part, for those 17 years, I dyed my hair simply because I believed that that's what I was supposed to do to be attractive or be noticed or not have mousy brown hair or whatever it is. And so getting back to my original point, intentionality means that we're making choices for us. Choices aren't being forced upon us, if that makes any sense to anybody. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking as you're talking too is that um, I wear makeup almost every single day. And it's not because I have to wear makeup. It's not because I feel like I I look better when I make up. It's because it makes me feel good. And I think the same thing is with our hair, like how you style your hair or what you choose to do your hair is it makes you feel good. And also it's a way to express your creativity and, you know, identify your individuality. And so I love that you said that is just make the intentional choice that's right for you. Yeah. This conversation was so lovely. And for anybody who wants to listen to your podcast or follow your business, where can they do that? Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at the Megan Mickelson. I also um, just redid my um, the front page of my website and it has some really key steps to take if you are ready to go toxin-free, detox.design. And I actually have a store where I've curated all of my favorite products, um, the same cleaning products and everyday products I use in my home where I've fully researched and vetted these brands. I use them in my home with my kids. And you can find that at detox.design slash the box. But I really appreciate being on this podcast. It's been such a great chat. And I love that you're asking the hard questions. Like, you know, a lot of people are just starting with cleaning products or maybe even lotions or something like that. But these are the hard questions, nail care and hair color. They're the hard questions, but they're also like a little bit more philosophical, like, you know, like we talked about with finding salons that are actually choosing healthier products or, or even just, you know, that intentional living part. And I just love that you're, you're making your listeners think. Well, thank you so much, but I will give the credit back to my listeners. They keep me accountable and they are so ready for the philosophical. Thank you so much, Megan. You're going to have to come on a third time. We'll talk about it offline. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Listeners, I so hope you enjoyed my conversation, my second conversation, I will say, with Megan Mickelson, host of Toxin Free Talk. I've linked to her, I've linked to her product recommendations, and everything else we talked about today in the show notes, which you can find at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 203. 
Now, before we say goodbye, a quick word about podcast sponsors. This show has sponsors, and I'm willing to bet that many other podcasts you listen to have sponsors as well. And yes, they can be annoying. They cut in the middle of a conversation, and you want to skip over them. But I should say that a great way to support the show and support the free content is to also support the sponsors. So if you hear an ad and you think, ooh, that product or service sounds good, I may be interested in that, a great way to support this show and keep the content free is to go to that sponsor's website and use the special podcast-specific code that comes with the ad and you can find in the show notes. Those are great ways to keep this show free for you, the listener. Now, if you love the show, please tell a friend about it. I would be so grateful. Just tell a friend. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can tell the world you love the show by leaving it a quick review. Other great ways to help support the show, help it grow, and keep me doing this labor of love two times a week. I will see you on Thursday where I am answering a listener's question all about how I manage my eco-anxiety in daily life. I will see you then and take care.